Muffin Films and Salad Fingers, Homestar Runner and Mondo Media, Adam Films and Metalocalypse, Happy Tree Friends and What the Hell is Flash Animation Anyway. Warning, not affiliated with Adobe. Welcome to Plug In Missing, the Flash Animation Flashback Podcast, where we watch the Flash Animations, Webtoons, and Shorts that we grew up watching in the Halcyon days of yore. I mean the early 2000s. I'm Paul Reberg, and with me is my co-host. John Ward. Excellent, John. What are we looking at on this steamy Sunday? Today we're talking about Strong Bad Emails 7, 8, and 9 uh, from HomestarRunner.com. All right, I don't really have anything else to add. We've talked about Strong Bad Emails before, and we're continuing that segment. It's always a lot of fun. John, do you want to give us a quick intro here? Yeah, yeah. In these Strong Bad Emails, Strong Bad responds to a writer about uh, dressing as Strong Bad for Halloween, another writer uh, about the possibility of dating, and uh, a third one. Uh, where the writer even confesses their love to Strong Bad. Do you think this is the same writer each time? I know the name is changed, but it is vaguely thematic. It, it does. At least uh, Brian Rietta and I Love You, it, it, people are horny for Strong Bad. And they really are. Yeah. Just goes to show some, some things on the internet just don't change. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's start with the first one, episode seven, which is Mm -hmm. called Halloweener. Ooh, clever. Clever. So this person wants to know how to dress up as Strong Bad, and he promises them that ladies will flock to them like the poop smith to an overflowing toilet if he pulls off this costume correctly. Yes. Huh. Yeah. So what's, what's the poop in this metaphor? The costume? Maybe. Is the costume the poop? Is the, the costume, person the poop? The person the person is the poop. I think that the person is the poop. In this, and the, the in costume this is the toilet. Yes. Uh, and the costume is the toilet. Yeah. Hmm. Noted. All right. So in this, uh, we do get to see sort of like an example of uh, how to dress as Strong Bad. And it starts with uh, painting Homestar's uh, face red and then mm-hmm. stripping Homestar, yeah, which is... Tastefully censored here. Yeah, yeah, tastefully censored. Except it's sort of like the censorship is like moving a little bit, so it kind of feels like he's undulating. <laughs> in <a laughs> I did not kind of, that. In a really weird way. Um, hmm. But, uh, and then eventually, you know, you put on boxing gloves or... Uh, oven mitts if you can't find boxing gloves uh mm-hmm. and then finally uh duct tape some aluminum foil to some twine uh and, for a second uh, i thought that was actually part of the costume not just the setup to this I excellent did, joke i did too i thought i thought that they were gonna make like the mask part or something like, like i i but no it's just like you know a sheet of aluminum aluminum foil uh duct tape to twine <laughs> um to a ball of twine And then the final direction is to get your mom to make you a strong bad costume, which, uh, which is, which is pretty, pretty, pretty good. I mean, you know, your mom has, it doesn't have all the time in the world to just dedicate to your Halloween costumes, especially (laughs) since this is uh, a guy from Ohio university. Huh? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like there's a certain point in your life where your mom probably stopped, like should stop dedicating her, you know, all of her free time to making your Halloween costumes every fall. You know that that's true. I'm I'm trying to remember at what point I stopped having my mom help me with Halloween costumes, mm-hmm. and I think it was pretty young. I think I just started either not wearing them or buying some kind of thing when I was like ten. Mm. See, uh, so my uh, my mom 
was somewhat involved in some of my very early uh, Halloween costumes. However, it became like a thing that my grandmother made all the Halloween costumes for her grandchildren. Oh, that sounds uh, cool. Yeah, so uh, we had very, you know, pretty in-depth, uh, you know, sewn costumes. Wow. Um, my my personal favorite was uh, I was as the Green Ranger from Power Rangers, of course. I mean, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, it was really cool. I had like you know the gold epaulette thing, whatever, you know, poncho. I don't I don't really know what it is, but it's like a weird cowl thing. Yeah. Uh, that was really cool. And uh, it's pretty badass. And I believe uh, my cousins and my sister were all different Power Rangers, and it was very cool. Um, that's, that's pretty about, good. So is that the best Halloween costume, you think? That's yes, your number it's one? the best one I've ever worn. That's I'm fairly good. certain. It's certainly the most well-constructed one I've ever worn. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I never really had one that was that in-depth or that well-constructed. If I had to pick my like number one best Halloween costume, it was sophomore year of college i think i went as johnny bravo and i made mm. that myself made some big yellow hair out of construction paper and wore a black t-shirt and said i apparently well okay real talk it said some really sexist things because that's that's <laughs> who johnny bravo is uh i mean mostly what he says is whoa mama huh? yeah so i said that a lot i called too many people hey, hot mama and hot mama it's a weird evening yep i mean like johnny bravo has like a like I don't know, some sort of like disorder. Uh, he's not, you can't really blame Johnny Bravo for being no. Johnny Bravo. That, that <laughs> it's like boy how ain't his, right. Yeah, that's how his brain works. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, before we jump on to the next segment, John, I wanted to ask who put the ween in Halloween? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I haven't listened to a lot of ween. Uh, I'm not familiar uh, with their discography. Uh, I didn't even know it was a band until I googled who put the ween in Halloween, <laughs> and there's a lot of the band ween playing shows on Halloween. Mm, so. mm. Uh, it's clever. It's very clever. <laughs> Is that the word? <laughs> sure. Sure. All right. Obvious would be another one. <laughs> well, there, there is that. It can, it can be both. Next clip, though, is called Brian Rietta. Yeah, Brian Rietta. Uh, so a strong bad is only interested in dating people with traditionally feminine suffixes is basically the idea behind this is that Brian says, Hey, uh, you want to date? And he goes like, wait, 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 wait. Maybe if your name was Brian Rietta or other feminine suffixes to the name Brian, other than of course, Brianna, which is actually like (laughs) actually a name. Yeah. Actually a name. Uh, and it's an interesting response because it's not really homophobic at all but it's also not really positive at all it it just feels like like the best you expected in the early 2000s well in the early 2000s from a heel character like he could have been an asshole because that's part of his character but he he wasn't not an asshole he just wasn't hateful uh i I I think you're right he was consistently an asshole but he was not homophobic about it yeah he was just Uh, sort of a dick it was uh, it was surprising to me. I actually like winced when I started watching this because mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh God, this is yep. where is this gonna go?" And I no, I instantly thought like, "Oh, early two thousands, no, why?" And then and then it was like, "Oh, this still isn't great, but okay." Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, no, I I was definitely prepping for like, well, we're skipping over this episode because. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, but, I yeah. see that you have a, a lot of notes from the wiki here, John. Yeah, is there some, I thought some this meta? is really funny because this is uh, this is like a nothing email. Like this is like it's a joke. That's it. It's like a joke and it's done. But for some reason, from the wiki, the brothers trap did several th- important things for the very first time in this email. This email uses a new typing sound effect. Did you notice that, Paul? Didn't uh, it's notice. Got no buzz. It's got no buzz in it. It's a higher no. quality typing effect. Strong Bad begins using his current voice. He no longer has a quasi-Mexican accent. Uh, I didn't notice that either. Did you notice that? No, I noticed no difference. I also... <clears throat> like, there is something of a difference between very early Strong Bad and uh, modern Strong Bad, but, like, I don't think... Uh, like I don't, th- I didn't notice one from like last episode to this episode. It's the same one, no. right? Like it, it yeah. seems the same, and I really would have attributed any change just to audio quality being better. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The audio qual- audio quality overall is is better than this. Uh, Strong Bad uh, begins to be animated in his sixth design. <laughs> it feels very much like like almost like a religious. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, like like the the various portrayals of Christ or something <laughs> like that. Like this is uh Strong Bad 6 the design. Mm-hmm. Um uh this is the first email using the current style of animation where Strong Bad's head moves rather than his mouth. Uh and it's to shorten the amount of time it takes to animate it, although the brothers chaps have uh noted that now it takes way longer than it ever took just to make his mouth move. Because I imagine, because his head is moving along with it, so it's like double yeah. animation. But since you don't see his mouth, it doesn't matter anymore. Um, but yeah, there's also this is this is uh, an early contender for the longest gap between uh, Strong Bad emails, with 71 days between Halloweener and Brian Rietta, which is makes that me think that that's well, I think that that's that's why there's all these changes. Is that oh uh, okay okay? There's like 71 days different, so like they were probably producing other videos at this time. I, I didn't look that up, sorry. Mm. Uh, but uh, they there's probably they probably were updating like their workflow and stuff like that during that time because I mean, this is like you know the eighth strong bad email, they're still going through a lot of changes, uh, in, in where this ends up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's interesting for you know, uh, basically barely a joke. <laughs> yeah um so yeah so number three uh for well no sorry number uh nine uh we have i love you uh where a a writer confesses their love to strong bad uh and strong bad has difficulty reading their name because it's almost all consonants and he shortens it to guys fogo guys fogo guys quiz Fahogoa guys. Um, yeah, I, I tried to make a fun acronym out of the full name <laughs> as a sweet, sweet joke, but it's like twenty letters long, and it's just yeah. not possible. No, it it would, it would be it, we would have to dedicate several episodes to that. It's it's true. So so Strongbed decides he couldn't love this person because their name is too long, and he's wasting so much time just trying to read and say their name when he could be doing some other really exciting things. Yeah. Uh, such as painting a picture of a guy with a big knife. <laughs> Which he does. And, uh, yeah. So it brings to question, Paul. Uh, you ever realize that you should be doing something more rewarding while doing something else? Usually for me it happens at work when I'll be in a long meeting and I'll realize about ten minutes in that I don't need to be in that meeting. But yeah. I'm stuck there for another hour. 
Yeah, meetings are definitely, it's a big mood for meetings. Uh, a lot of the times for me, it's like uh, when I end up in a house with cable or, or mm. television in general. I don't, I don't have television. I like right. I have like a bunch of streaming services and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and then I realize I'm just sitting in front of a television watching whatever comes on. And I'm like, I, I don't care if this house <laughs> if this house gets revitalized in this neighborhood or something like you know like i don't care if uh this this mother and child ever uh you know make peace and and are able to i don't know go to the spring dance together you know whatever whatever random crap is on the television my brain just gets sucked into it and i'm like i could be doing anything else with my time right now or heck i could be watching something i actually want to watch um that's how cable gets you yeah, I it's it's bad. Like I think I think my early my child brain learned the process of just like obeying the te- television and and mm-hmm. never un- unlearned it. So like if if television's on, I just I just try and avoid turning them on. Uh not to say that it, you know, sometimes you just want got to do that. Like especially sick or you know, the early days oh, of summer yeah, vacation, yeah. you got to just like, yeah, if there was like a randomized button on Hulu, I totally would press that at certain times. But yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So so we see, though, that Strong Bad paints this picture of a big guy with a knife, does mm-hmm. a great job, looks Rambo-esque, and mm-hmm. he wants to sell it at an arts and crafts fair <laughs> to a POW or somebody's dad. Yeah. My question is really, does he mean a current POW or someone who was a POW? <laughs> I imagine a, a, a former POW. Hopefully. Uh, I don't think... I mean, this is like a fictional universe. I, I don't think there's many POWs going to arts and crafts fair in this universe yeah but then again i haven't i don't know what an arts and crafts fair is like in this universe so who knows maybe uh (laughs) maybe the king king of town has like some pow's that he lets out on festival days i wouldn't doubt that he has prisoners but i don't think there's any prisoners of war i mean is there war in this universe I don't know. War would probably be really stupid, though. It'd probably be, like, over sticks or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, like... Yeah, the Great Stick War. Great, Yeah, or, like, really good skipping stones. You know, mm. something something, <laughs> something stupid. Yeah. Um, I mean, and Strong Bad would probably be, like... Tr- he, like, I could see Strong Bad using this as, like, a way to, like... Uh, what is it? Uh, capitalize on war, you know? Mm. That war crime <laughs> that people love doing. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I could see that sort of story. I just don't think that that's ever a story that needed to be told in in, in uh, the HomestarRunner.com world. I think that's fair. Yeah. So is there anything else we should cover before we jump to everybody's favorite segment? Well, yeah. Uh, well, the first thing is Fahogo guys. Th- those of you familiar with Strong Bad or you know Homestar Runner, this of course is immortalized into the music video collaboration between the Cheat and Strong Bad, Everybody to the Limit, where. Hmm. Fahogo guys is strongly strongly represented i don't think i've seen that one yeah well i think that we might have to do that for next one or very soon it's it's pretty great um and then the other thing is that there is a great remark on the witty wiki that said that simply points out that painting is not usually done by slowly filling in a white canvas with a finished painting but by working in layers just in case the reader of the wiki's like hmm so that's how you paint (laughs) and then then decided to go try and paint it uh no yeah you should uh, i would recommend starting with the you know the darkest areas of a painting and working out you know uh, you know 
but that's you know that's me everybody has their own sort of style how they want to do i i paint more or less like a dot matrix printer just line by line yeah so so you're very much like the strong bad mode of Mm -hmm. painting then yeah i think so yeah yeah interesting all right so we've got our morals now it's true as the uh sacred text that we will be referring back to we need to assign a moral to every clip and john why don't why don't you go first Okay, so um, my moral is sometimes instead of being horny online, the internet should spend time doing something more rewarding, like painting a picture of a big guy with a knife. You know, I think you're right, but you may be underrepresenting the significant cross-section of people who are horny online painting a picture of a big guy with a knife. <laughs> Touche. I think, I think you're right, Paul. You got me. <laughs> All right, so... Um... <laughs> horny horny big guys with knives <laughs> i don't know okay <laughs> mine uh my moral's more reflective of the first episode here but it's just that or is it the second episode which one is it where strong uh, brian Rieta, yeah, okay so the second episode sorry so the morals that just because somebody's an asshole doesn't mean you should assume they're an asshole about everything just because someone's a dick doesn't mean they're homophobic and you can reject someone without you know, while being a dick without being that much of a dick. I don't know. Pe- people have layers, John, is what I'm trying to say. People have layers. Strong Bad has several layers, although not on his chest because it's his bare chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't know how to follow that sentence up because it's okay. just so true. <laughs> it's so true. It is the truth. It is it really a is. platonic ideal of truth. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of Plug and Missing. If you liked what you heard, please tell a friend, leave a review on iTunes, that kind of thing. If you want to talk more about Flash Animation, you can talk to us on the various social media platforms at Plug and Missing or email us at pluginmissingpod at gmail.com. You can also check out pluginmissing.com for more info on upcoming episodes, live shows, and that kind of thing. Don't forget, check out our other podcast, The Minute Podcast, where we watch a listener-submitted minute of content out of context and just talk about it. What was the last one we did, John, uh, on the beach? Yeah, on the beach, uh, we uh, discussed uh, fortified wine while failing to recognize Gregory Peck. We're so good at recognizing Gregory Peck. Yeah, we're very good at not recognizing celebrities. So, um, yep, even celebrities we already know. (laughs) All right, well, this episode was co-hosted by John Ward and Paul Reberg, produced by John with music by me. Come back next week where we're going to ask you, Would you like to update Flash? We're glad you could join us for just a little bit discussing Flash Animation and what the hell it is until next week. We hope you're well. Please give us five stars on iTunes.